This might sound a little bit different than what you might have heard during the live show this past Monday night. Well, the short uh, duration of live show, I guess you could say, due to um, uh, me fucking up the the live broadcast. Uh, This is why we can't have nice things, and when I get put in charge of running the the whole system trying to uh, incorporate a Skype call into a live show. Things do not always go as planned as we've seen in the past with Skype and trying to connect people together. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Any of you other fellow podcasters out there that uh, use Skype to to bring in people, to bring in your guests, to, to do your conversations, even between co-hosts in certain occasions. Uh, know that when you try to do things live, something is bound to go wrong. So that's why I am re-recording the intro for this week's episode. Because, have no fear, even though the live broadcast was cut short... Uh, I was able to welcome our guest, uh, Jared, from the To Be The Man, Evil Ain't Good comic series. Uh, We went through directly on Skype. We recorded the conversation. Uh, I will be slicing it in here for you so you get to hear, you know, what went down when the, uh, the cameras stopped recording. But the tape machines were still rolling to take a, a quote from uh, the legendary Tony Schiavone there, which ties in perfectly with this week's episode. And so, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to waste any more time. We'll get right into it. Here is the, the unreleased interview with Jared from the To Be The Man comic series. So grab a drink and enjoy. Hey, Jared. Hey there. I got this. Yeah, you know, things things did not go as planned. <laughs> as as we had everything uh, uh, set up to to go, and, and Nathan, who who runs the boards for me, usually had something come up and and had to had to bail on it. And then you know, I tried to set it up correctly, and nothing ever works as you plan. But hey, we'll we'll do it this way. I'm I'm recording it uh, separately. Then I'll uh, merge it back in for the for the podcast. <laughs> okay, no worries at all. No worries at all. But, but either way, so how's it going? Good, good. How are you? Not bad. Hanging in there, having a uh, a nice uh, a nice beverage uh, to to end my Monday, so I can't complain too much. Very nice. Which uh, which adult beverage are you sipping on this evening? Uh, I'm sipping on a a natty daddy. A natty daddy. And yeah. what is that exactly? Uh, well, it's uh, it's eight percent alcohol by volume, a a twenty five ounce can. Uh, it's kind of like if you're familiar, you know, the uh, Natty Ice. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Something something similar to that in the in that family. Okay, all right, gotcha. That's <laughs> what uh, growing up. That's what a lot of. Uh people around me uh, drank when I when I was growing up in North Carolina. They like their naughty ice down there. They're natural ice. That that's it, it is always a a crowd favorite and a crowd pleaser. Uh-huh. So 
and and that's kind of what what I do over here is, you know, I I skew towards the the bottom shelf uh, yeah. and the uh, and the the beverages like that that people will say, oh, you know, I had that when I was uh, in college or or, <laughs> or growing that, up and stuff like that. But that's exactly what I thought. I saw you post. Um, I think it was some Steel Reserve and maybe like a. A, not a cold 45 but some other malt liquor and i was like oh yeah back in the day <laughs> yeah because that, that is we have been celebrating malt liquor may so so that that's why you've seen uh some of those <laughs> very nice very nice <laughs> but but thanks for, for coming on the show of course, uh, thanks for having me. yeah yeah uh for those of you out there that that don't know jared here uh, is the, I guess are you the the creator of the of the comic the uh, to I, be the man? I am yes. Okay, so uh, no, I'm the... a, I I created it and I'm the the writer and um, the insanely insanely talented uh, Josh Taylor is the illustrator. Okay, okay. So I I did I did today I did uh. Uh, spend the spend the money, the big bucks for the uh, the digital copy of the uh, of the comic. So I went through the the first two chapters uh, earlier today that are available, and I have to give you guys a lot of credit for uh, the whole thing. Uh, it's really enjoyable. I personally, I I liked it, and I think anybody out there that's a fan of kind of like the like you said the the old school uh, wrestling. Uh, would probably enjoy it as well, but uh, how did the whole idea uh, come to be? Well, um, first, thank you for the the um, kind words there. Um, we've gotten really, really good feedback so far, so it's just trying to um, get more and more eyeballs on it. Um, Josh, the the illustrator, and I, we've been friends since uh, college. We went to uh, art school here in New York City, and um, we're pro wrestling fans. We had been wrestling fans as kids, and uh, that was in the kind of late 90s, early 2000s there when, when pro wrestling was really smoking hot. And um, we we had very similar tastes in, in horror and sci-fi and schlock film and, and B-movies and D-movies and... Um, uh, you know, we have very similar senses of humor and, and, and a, uh, a taste for the crass and the, the, the dark and all that kind of stuff. So we've, we've been friends forever, and um, I had been doing – I had an idea that I'd been playing with, um, joking around about for a long time, about um, a couple of drunken, drugged-up, steroided-up pro wrestlers on the road in Reagan's America – tearing through the south going down the road <laughs> and um and we got to talking about it and i I'd, I'd always wanted you know to to work with josh just because he's such a, a crazy um talented illustrator and we started talking about the idea and it it got crazier and crazier and we started throwing in zombies and demons and um uh strip clubs and evil promoters and all kinds of, you know, 80s schlock, nostalgia, pro wrestling, kind of inside pro wrestling stuff. And, um, yeah, this is what happens. Yeah, all the all the good stuff to uh, to go along with it in the <laughs> in the process there. And a lot of like the uh, the, the cliches and uh, uh, the stuff like that. And and I didn't want to didn't want to give any spoilers uh, uh, out there, you know, make the people, uh, you know, download it or, or, or buy the uh, the hard copy of it, because there were some unexpected uh, uh, twists that I didn't really think I would see going into it, <laughs> I guess you could say. Well, one of the things that um, I kind of try to do is I, it, it's a 13-chapter it's a book. And, you know, we're releasing them uh, at the, as individual chapters just because uh, this is this thing's totally indie and it's right out of my pocket. And um, just because of production time and, and, and funding of it, 
Um, we're putting them out one chapter at a time, you know, every couple months, every few months. Uh, so like you said, we've got chapters one and two out now. And um, yeah, it, it's, it, it grew from a, a little idea about wrestling into um, a much bigger story. And I tried to write each chapter as if it is kind of a wrestling match or I mean, obviously the story takes place in a wrestling, pro wrestling world, but there's kind of the the rhythm and pacing of a, a pro wrestling match from chapter to chapter. That's something I tried to do with it. Yeah, I would I would say that. Yeah, you do. You have the the flow of it. You know, you have the <clears throat> and I'm kind of. Uh stealing from when I listen to, because I know you guys, and I give you a lot of credit for doing a lot of promotion with uh, the various podcasts, you know, like the you had your spots on uh, Something to Wrestle with yeah, Bruce that Pritchard. Yeah, was huge. Yeah, the 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff, and the What Happened When with uh, Tony Schiavone, which are kind of like the the big three in, in wrestling podcast, at least the big three that I, I listen to. Yeah, on a yeah. on a weekly basis, and I was kind of stealing from listening to the latest edition of Eighty Three Weeks with Eric Bischoff today, the about Bash at the Beach two thousand, and he was saying about you know when you do these storylines, you have to think it out and have your your you know your your intro, your middle, your end, kind of like a movie, and yep. kind of plan it out and goes and goes step by step, and you can see that with what you guys have done so far with the comic, you know, with only two chapters as of right now. And I was going to ask you, you know, how far it was going. And you said, you know, 13 is the, the magic number. So we know that we're kind of just getting started now with only chapter two out there. So Definitely. there's a lot of uh, twists and turns. And I'm, and I'm assuming you guys already have it all finished already. You're just kind of putting the, the, the little touches on the end of it? Well, I, I have the whole story written, and Josh is essentially illustrating chapter by chapter. So, I mean, I'm, I, I've written the, the scripts, uh, you know, very detailed panel by panel scripts, and Josh takes those and, and just has creative freedom to bring those things to life. And, um, you know, he he's, uh, works on several other projects. He's the illustrator for another uh, graphic novel series called Black Powder Red Earth, which is like a, a military special ops series. Um, and that's, you know, a much bigger, longer-running project, much more lucrative for him. So uh, it takes him a couple months to do and he you know he's doing everything himself from the pencils to the inks to the colors to the lettering um so he you know it's kind of in his hands and now that um he's he's while he's doing the illustrations and i'm getting kind of the production stuff ready i'm the one that's doing all the social media stuff all that social media content I'm designing all those, you know, things that I'm blasting out on Twitter and Facebook. And um, like you said, just trying to drum up as much interest in it as possible because I, I think people uh, are really liking it. And I, I, we, we went with um, those three podcasts that you mentioned simply because, I mean, number one, because of the legendary names attached to them. And uh, just their listenership, we, we, we thought, hey, look, it's early, but let's go big and try to get <clears throat> um, get our, our name out there. And then um, as we get out more chapters and we really get the ball rolling, I think people are really going to be excited about it. We've done several – already we've been to um, several independent wrestling shows in and around New York and New Jersey and then uh, one in Baltimore as well. And so we've kind of um, set up like your typical merch table or like your, you know, comic book merch table at, at those shows and sponsored a couple of those shows for Capital Wrestling and um, BCW Bree Combination Wrestling here in New York. And then we did a con for Maryland Champ Championship Wrestling. And um, 
we're we're gonna be transitioning more to like uh, the comic shows, um, especially because Josh has so much more experience in that arena and does these types of shows for his other books already. But um, yeah, we just want people to know about it and uh, enjoy it. We think it's it for us. It's a passion project, you know. Um, I I think the one thing you probably can see is our personalities and how much we love this stuff in in the in the book so yeah i'm hoping um people um are along for the ride yeah definitely i was gonna say you know when you're when you're going big with your your initial promotion you know i don't know what it takes to you know get in touch with you know you know podcasts at that level and say hey you know we want to you know advertise on your on your on your show because uh, I mean, I'm not going to tell you to break down numbers or any <laughs> or anything like that uh, here, but I, I can imagine you know there's probably a lot that that goes into it, you know, to to and get the plug guys, out there. Those guys were fantastic. Just um, it, the the guy, Conrad, the guy that you you know see on uh, something else to wrestle with, and here on the three podcast, he really is that nice. Like he was just. Um, as friendly and and you know uh as he could be and we worked out i mean i i've been reaching out to as many people as i can because i think uh i think what josh does is incredible i mean the the illustrate hopefully the story's fun and and goofy and ridiculous and makes people chuckle but i mean his illustrations are are uh, worth the price of the book alone and it's just trying to yeah reach out to people and be like hey check this out and some people it's the and i've never done a comic before um this kind of indie promotion indie publishing um so it's it's new to me but you know i expect a lot of people don't give you the time of day people don't return calls people don't return emails but when people do, um, you strike up a relationship and, and say, hey, yeah, I'd love to be on your podcast. Or, hey, how about we do this? Um, and if people like the book, which most people have so far, it, it makes it pretty easy. Yeah, and when you go through and, you know, you said it's just going out there, keep chugging along, you know, trying to get in touch with people, get the word out there, keep spreading the word. Because like you said, I mean, you're only two chapters in of, of 13 chapters and and once you get out there more i like i said i saw you know you're doing some you know local wrestling events uh things like that and once you get out to the the bigger you know comic shows stuff like that i mean cuz i mean that's essentially what it is i mean it's a comic it's just wrestling right related right. <laughs> for right. it and, and it, it, so you overlap. see there's a real overlap in those two worlds especially i mean more and more you go to the the comic cons, and maybe not the smaller ones, um, but certainly the big one in in New York. There's plenty of wrestlers. Um, there's you know a couple other wrestling comics out there. I think what we do is unique because it is that kind of combination of like um, Ash versus Evil Dead and and 80s pro wrestling um, kind of balled up into one. But uh, the, there's a bigger and bigger crossover. I mean, video games and, and the, the kind of geek culture. Um, so I, I hope we found a, a little niche that will, you know, people will see the book and respond well to it and, and you know, get wrestling geeks and, and just comic fans as well. Now, now I do have to say I, I can pretty much pinpoint who uh, fabulous – uh, Frank Hazard is is based off of. I mean, that, that's kind of uh, <laughs> a no got? a no brainer. <laughs> who, who do you got? Uh, I think that'd be Ric Flair. Flair. All right, Flair's the the there. There's a lot of Flair in there, but there are actually a couple other guys in there as well. A little bit. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, the look and everything. The look yep. is is mainly that. But I guess personality wise, maybe. There, well, well, the physique. There's a little more Lex Luger. Okay, there. okay. There's a little Lex Luger, and there's a little Kerry Von Erich in there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, Von Erich. Yes, I could, I could see that now. Now that I'm looking at the well, the picture, yeah. Yeah, 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 with like the bravado 
it gives you the Ric Flair vibe, but when you look at him and the the body and the face, you can kind of get that, yeah, the the Carrie Von Erich uh, vibe. Now, I've had a harder time with, with Greg, uh, the gargoyle Grimes, with pinpointing uh, the... The the main influence for him was yeah. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, then, okay, when you say that, and I was I mean, thinking that, but it was like, it's not <laughs> as obvious, I guess. Yeah, it's not, it's not. I mean, um, the the descriptions in the scripts, I don't think I actually had any, um, you know, anything that, that referenced actual re- wrestlers. Of course, when Josh and I, you know, talked about it, that then... Um, those conversations came up, but, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of the, the beefy, wild haired, big bearded heel territory kind of, uh, champion heel. And, uh, that, a lot, a lot of that was Bruiser Brody. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, once it was like, I was going through it and I'm like, okay, you know, the first one I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I can pinpoint, you know, the inspiration behind the. The, the fabulous one <laughs> there. And then the, the gargoyle, I was kind of on the fence. I'm like, all right, I don't know exactly who it is, but, but it, but, but I liked it. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll keep going with it and see, uh, <laughs> see, we'll see what happens. See what the, that's, uh, the outcome is. It's so spring. I mean, Josh and I are such huge wrestling fans. I, I've been watching since I, you know, I was a little, little kid. So over 30, over 30 years, and um, I have sprinkled it, obviously, with kind of insider wrestling language, and it, it's in the ring, and it's out of the ring. And um, there are a lot of, East, not Easter eggs, you know, but little um, nods to this this wrestler or that wrestler or this situation or that kind of... Um, uh, you know, the there's a little bit of the territory wars in there and, and, and stuff like that. So it's very heavy on the wrestling references, and and we wanted it to be kind of a, a nostalgic uh, thing with, with all those nods to different wrestlers and, and promotions and the, the magazine, the vintage wrestling magazine pages in the back, um, all that's kind of nodding to that that. 80s pro wrestling. Yeah, I was gonna say I like the little things at the end of the chapters with the uh, advertisements and like the the cards and <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, promoting things. That was a nice uh, throwback to. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like when I grew up, you know, you're going out and you know picking up the the wrestling mags, you know, at the at the supermarket and stuff like that and you yep. know getting all your I mean at the time you know that was where you got your your quote unquote you know insider uh information <laughs> was oh, yeah. from yeah. from that you know before inter- before the internet yeah and that's I mean you hear on the the podcast that you said you were listening to the um Bishop podcast you hear those those guys, even today, how much they hated those things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and for us as fans, especially as kids, you know, I remember being, I think I was probably 11 or 12, 91, 92, and I definitely had uh, WWF magazine for like six months or a year. And uh, before that, it was, like you said, the picking up the, the Wrestling Observer at the grocery store that had uh, all your dream match kind of exactly yeah <laughs> promotion and we you know that that's a big part of our story so that you'll see a lot more of that in subsequent chapters it's the the it's a different era it's the the golden days uh you know of of wrestling you know before uh before what has turned into today the the huge uh media conglomerate uh, yeah. Whatever the hell you wanna, you know, call it. Take. I'm sure you saw today the the news about you know the the Fox deal, yeah. you know, for for SmackDown, and then you know the deal that NBC Universal is doing for for Raw next year. I mean, 
all this money, you know, for for these little shows that, you know, back in the day, you know, were <laughs> like, I'm not going to say, you know, rinky-dink, but, you know, when the WWF was running, you know, shows in these little tiny, you know, arenas compared to where they are now. Well, for me, I mean, I grew up in North Carolina, so it was flair country, and, uh, We'd when we were kids would go to the our our parents uh, would take us to the Dorton Arena, which is at the North Carolina State Fairgrounds, to see Ric Flair, and um, you know they were smoke filled little maybe fifteen hundred or two thousand person little arena, and it was huge. It was as huge to us as it is now because it's all you knew you know i didn't know that there was a a wwf until uh, wrestlemania and hogan andre and seeing that on sunday afternoons Uh, i didn't know there was a texas promotion or a minnesota promotion or you know i had no idea about that so it felt so huge but you're right i mean now the business is clearly whether whether people agree with this or not the the business the wrestling business is in a boom period because like you said a billion dollar fox deal you look at the the all in show the the young bucks uh, and cody rhodes all in show in chicago that sold out 10,000 seat arena in 30 minutes or less um, so wrestling's popular it, it, i know there's still a distaste for it, uh, even among my friends. I've got a lot of, you know, intellectual friends that just think it's ridiculous and disgusting. And, and yeah, you know, <laughs> I tell them, look, I don't make fun of whatever dumbass TV shows you enjoy. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's an escape. It's and they're they're actually, I mean, you you can watch it purely as dumb, hilarious, ridiculous entertainment. Uh, which I often do, you can get into it and kind of watch it as like a smart fan where you're thinking about the politics of who's doing what behind the scenes. And then you can also kind of intellectualize it and, and go, okay, well, what is the zeitgeist in the United States right now? Well, let me see who's a bad guy, who's a good guy, who's in between, who do the fans not care about? Um, there's there's a lot of that baked in the pro wrestling as well. Yeah, there's a lot of different angles you can take with it uh, these days. And like you said, it's not a... <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's big money. And you said, yeah, it is technically like a quote-unquote boom period. I mean, when, you know, the pan- but people will say, oh, it's not like the, the late 90s yeah, wrestling yeah. boom. And that's like a totally different type of boom period compared to where it is now because I mean it's like you could just imagine if they were making the amount of money at that time com- compared to what they make now with how the product was then and how hot it was I mean it would have been amazing <laughs> it would have been amazing oh, at yeah. at that time but it's like now it's okay you know people are watching still I mean that's that's no doubt There's if they weren't Nobody would be paying the billions of dollars that that they will for the for the rights fees and and all that stuff. So it's like you said, like how much people will you know crap on the the product and deservedly so. There are a lot of times you sit there today and watch it, and you're like, really? Are are we doing this again? Or or what is what is the point of <laughs> of all this? Yeah. And and, be, and, and it's and it's tough. That can be really frustrating because, um, you know, as I think wrestling fans are just like uh, sports fans, you know, people go nuts for their team. And I think wrestling fans, instead of for a per- usually instead of a particular wrestler or, or it's wrestling that they love. And it, it can be frustrating when there's so right now you've probably got the, the greatest roster of wrestlers oh yeah yeah talent yeah talent wise right now is probably the best it's ever been ever ever there's so much incredible talent and sometimes you see it not being utilized or 
utilized poorly and and you just you know it's like ah again yeah and and people sit there and, and especially now with the access to the internet and all the you know quote unquote inside uh information that you know growing up we we didn't have people now right. can can dissect things and and complain and, and pick and choose and say oh well this guy has heat backstage yeah. or somebody didn't do this and then it causes all these things and it's and it's kind of sad because you know growing up you just sit there watch it get you know drawn into whatever the story was not care about what's going on backstage but today you know even if you try to avoid looking at things, I mean, you're eventually going to run across it on, you know, social media or on any websites out there about, you know, knowing what's going on backstage, who's who's coming, who's going, and and things like that. So that that shock value that you used to get uh, watching it growing up, you're kind of missing out on these days. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And I, I try to be... I always try to be optimistic about it because um, just the product in general, because there is so much stuff that I really enjoy. But then there are times I, I, you you probably weren't while well, I was watching before we got on this evening, and there was a segment that was just atrocious. It was it was there. There's no reason that that segment should have ever made. <laughs> now, I, yeah, I wasn't watching before, but I did see the tweets out there. And now I'm assuming you're talking about the the Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley yeah, uh, it, segment. It, it, yeah, <laughs> there was no point to what they did. Um, it was just it, it was just bad. And there was no. It, it had no meaning. It was just s- silly to be silly, but it wasn't done well. So. Yeah, it's it's not silly in the respect of it being, you know, funny. Like, it's just kind of like the, why are you doing this? And, and why is this wasting time? And, you know, insulting people's intelligence, I think, is a lot of the the stuff these days that people hate when they see something. It's not funny. It makes no sense, and you're like, why are we wasting time on this when you have, like we said, the talent that's out there? There has to be a better way to, you know, enhance a story or, or things like that. I think the the main problem is that they've decided to walk a middle path where where they want to you know, throw the hardcore fans a bone, but then they also want to not listen to the fans at all. Um, so you've got, okay, we'll do this for the hardcore fans. And, um, I'm, I'm really terribly sorry. This is totally unprofessional. My dog is barking (laughs) madly right now. So I'm not sure if you're able to cut this out, but if you could just give me one moment, I'm very, very sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> now, I did want to ask you about the... Now, I know these 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 boozy uh, brawlers here. I saw in some of the pictures, you know, you have your random, you know, beer cans thrown uh, in the cars there. Now, now what kind of beverage uh, do you see them drinking, you know, for each of the guys? Um, they're probably, it is the eighties. I know that's the thing. Cause I'm like back then nobody really cared. It was like, it was just beer. It was whatever beer people had (laughs) you, you would drink. Exactly. And that, that's, um, that's kind kind of why we left it a little, uh, nondescript. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you know, they're, they're cheap beer and, uh, whiskey. Uh, there, there's definitely some whiskey consumption that'll, that'll be taking place. And, uh, yeah, I think they're, they're on the road all the time. Whatever six pack you got, toss her in the trunk and yeah, be, be on your, be on your way with it. Yeah. Cause I saw that. I'm like, oh yeah, there's the, you know, always the non-script can that just says beer on it there. So I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're. 
they're drinking that I'm like, well, it's the 80s and it was before, you know, how things are today with craft beer and people being so picky about what they drink. Back then it was like, oh, you know, what do you have? Okay, is it, you know, Bud or Coors Light or something? And just pick up what they have and hit the road. I've got a <laughs> dog attack here. Uh, the, the my dog here, he knows when I'm doing podcasts. He did this to me one other time, where he he, uh, he decides you're not going to get through this whole thing without me screwing <clears throat> it up. Usually with me, that's usually one of my cats. Usually jumps on the desk in front of me and is constantly sitting in front of the computer screen. Or just, you know, meowing at me. So so I, I know how it is, so so don't worry. <laughs> there you go. Alright. Everybody's happy now. Um but yeah, they're they're uh, they're not too particular about their, their booze. And I'm I'm actually I'm the same way. I I, I I'm kind of I, I used to drink a lot of beer, but now I'm more of a whiskey red wine, I, I guess. And, okay, okay. And I don't care what it is. It could be good, it could be bad, and I usually kind of pick out something different every time I go to the liquor store, but I never pay attention to what it was I bought and which one I like more than the other. I'm just not a connoisseur in that way at all. It's um, it's like, yeah, the red and, okay, either bourbon or scotch or... But, hey, what was it? Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's, hey, that's, that's fine with me. I mean, I, mean, I focus on the, the bottom shelf of everything and, and drinking cheap. And, you know, with how people are these days with, you know, craft beer and, you know, fancy wines. <clears throat> I'm like, I can't tell you, you know, the difference between, you know, this one and, and that one. But I'm like... Look, you know, I can pick up a, you know, a natty daddy here for a dollar twenty-five, and and that that will uh, that will be good for me for the night. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, because I saw that. I'm like, oh yeah, there's the like I said before, the nondescript, you know, beer cans, and and I'm like, well, it's the '80s, you know, they're probably drinking whatever they can they can find, whatever's cheap, you know. You got your your payoff for the night. Hit the the liquor store and as a uh, People will see when uh, when fabulous uh, Frank Hazard, you know, meets up with his uh, his ladies after uh, <laughs> his matches. So I'm sure he uh, gets some some nice beverages to enjoy as well. That's right. He puts down a few, and he may, <laughs> um, he, and let's just say his his drinking does does not. Uh, lighten up too much, and it it may cause a few mishaps somewhere. <laughs> so that's uh, something to look forward to. Like I said, we're only in chapter two with this now, and like you said, there's still you know, it's just thirteen chapters, so there's a lot more to 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 go. So we'll be looking forward to to seeing where uh, where it takes us. And like I said, we didn't give too many uh, spoilers out there for for people, but uh, there are a couple of twists and turns that you wouldn't really expect with just the general premise of the of the comic and the description, so uh, you'll be, I think, pleasantly surprised, and for people, like you said, people who aren't maybe as hardcore wrestling fans, you kind of get in a another group of uh, people that might enjoy the comic. Yeah, there, there's. Um, I mean, the the cat is is kind of out of the bag. There, there's, <laughs> some, there's some evil, evil elements, uh, some supernatural, um, occultish kind of forces that our uh, antagonists, our our protagonists, will have to uh, contend with. Yeah, and then you know people. Uh, uh, trying to sell sell some things to to get what they want and <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to see where that uh, goes to and really just how the whole story is going to play out within everything out there because like I, I was looking today because I 
I went through the first two chapters uh, earlier today. That's how I spent my my day at work today. So that was very productive. Uh, Hi. <laughs> Doing yeah, that. I was gonna say, and and ninety three percent positive reviews on on Amazon. So and actually, you know what? That one bastard who didn't give us a good review reviewed it before the book even came out, and his review was like, "Oh, the character's name is Grimes. This is a ripoff of The Walking Dead." Yeah, like, you buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that too, and I'm like, really? Is that what you're? nitpicking about this this whole that thing that was a troll it's five stars people yeah five stars 100 percent uh, uh positive <laughs> reviews <laughs> <laughs> so so what's uh i guess what what's next for the for the for the comic or for for you in general what's on your agenda um well you know this is this like i said this is a passion project for me i've got a full-time job that you know, kills uh, a lot of my uh, time that I could be working creatively on on this project and others like it. And I've got like a fine art practice and um, a corporate art director uh, as my day job. Um, so I, I'm really hoping that this will take off, that we can... Um, you know, I, I hope the sky's the limit with it. I've got ideas for certainly subsequent book, you know, books in the series. Um, I would love to do a Japan tour book where uh, perhaps there are some Japanese demons and evil of that sort that that our our heroes must face. So there, there are a lot of ways that this could go it really just depends on how successful it is and like i said it's very small very indie production so hopefully as we get a little bit further along we could start um pitching it to to places that might you know give us distribution or or take on full publishing rights and things like that going forward we've we've bantered about a, a kind of animated series or a movie and all that stuff are, are big dreams. So we just want to push it as far as we can and, and take it as far as we can. Yeah. I was going to say, I guess uh, once you have all the chapters out there, then maybe somebody comes along and says, Oh man, this is great. We'll, you know, pick it up and, you know, distribute the whole thing. Exactly. In, in one shot and, and go from there and see how the, the people out there, because it's because it's it's funny, because you go out there and you tell people about it, you try to promote it, but and you think you're hitting all these people, but there's a whole another segment out there. It's oh, yeah. it, it's funny how many people are out there that you think you might be reaching, but really have no idea that it exists, and then they come across and they're like, "How did I live without this?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, and and especially as new the the first chapter just came out at the end of January, so um, and, and the second chapter on April twentieth. So we got a long way to go with it. Uh, I I think uh, the the approach we've had has been working for us so far. I I think we can do a better job of of getting it out there and. and as I learn more about the industry and we start doing more shows and, um, you know, the, the comic cons and things like that, then, then hopefully we can just get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like I said, you just have to, to keep chugging along, keep going and going <laughs> and just, you know, keep plugging along until, you know, people start saying, Hey man, you know, shut up. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So I guess I guess tell the people you know where they can can find you, uh, you know give them the you know the the of advertisement course. about everything. Of course, our website is to be the man dot com, and we're all over social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and that's at to be the man comic. Um, you can. Find both chapters in Kindle and print format at Amazon. 
You can also get the the digital version over at Comixology if you're a Comixology subscriber. And you can buy all of the books uh, and our T-shirts. And, and hopefully we're going to have a lot more merch coming out soon over at our website. And our shirts are also available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash ToBeTheManComic. So um, you put ToBeTheManComic in the Google machine and you will find us. Yeah, and, and but as soon as you were you know saying that, my, my phone buzzed and I finally got my my Amazon order confirmation from <laughs> earlier this afternoon awesome. uh, about the comic there. And yeah, they're only it's $2.99 uh, a piece for, for each chapter. So, I mean, you know, for, for $3 for each one, I mean, you could probably find a lot. Uh, you could spend your money on, on this instead of some other things. Yeah, and they're not—they're uh, <laughs> not your short little twenty-two page comics either. I mean, that's the, there's almost fifty pages, and um, the the pages in the back, the kind of vintage wrestling magazine pages. That's extra content. That's extra kind of world building that uh, we're we're you know adding into the story. So uh, for three bucks, you can't go wrong. It looks great on screen. Um, if you like it, buy the print version and yeah, keep supporting us and share with all your, your geeky friends. <laughs> yeah. Spread the word and, and tell them to, to, to check it out there. So, well, Jared, I appreciate you coming on and, you know, taking the time to, to spread the word about the, the, to be the man, evil ain't good comic, you know, any, any final final? I know you gave the great rundown of of everything, but any uh, final words of wisdom for the for the listeners out there? <laughs> I don't think there's any words of wisdom, but I do um, I do thank you very much for having me on, and uh, I, I appreciate you uh, contacting me and having me on and spreading the word, and I encourage people to check us out and. Uh, please feel free to to contact me directly. I'm I'm kind of um, leading the ship, and even though Josh is the one that's that's really uh, doing all the the heavy lifting, I, I'm the one that's uh, managing all of our social media. Yeah, you know, somebody I, has to steer the ship. You know, he might be back there, you know, doing the the works and and everything like that. But you have to keep it on course to right, keep right. it in the right direction. So if you'd like to, to contact me and, and um, you know, ask about the book or, or have us on to your podcast, please hit me up. Uh, uh, I thank you for having me. All right, Jared. I, I appreciate it. And, you know, we'll keep tabs on everything. And, you know, maybe towards the the end of the, the series, we'll have you back on to, you know, give us the, the breakdown of uh, why things went in that direction. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. And next time I'll, I'll pound a couple of steel reserves. All right. Me. There we go. That would be perfect. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks again. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. You too. Cheers. So there you have it. There is the official unreleased interview with Jared from the To Be The Man comic series. The tape machines were still rolling, even though we went off the air on this week's edition of Bowling With Bobcat. But, you know, hey shit happens luckily we had a backup plan we made it work and now you guys get to enjoy so if you haven't done so already be sure to check out the to be the man comic give him a follow give him a give him a purchase you know 2.99 per chapter i mean it's uh, just about the price of a six pack if you buy the first two and we'll be looking forward to seeing where these guys go in the future with the the comic series, I'm not a the big comic guy myself, but I did find it very enjoyable. And you know the wrestling, comics, drinking, you know hell. These days we cover it all on Bun with Bobcat, and we will be back live next Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, SFDRadio.com. Uh, hopefully, everything works as planned. We have the whole gang back together. A special Memorial Day show for you guys to wrap up a a long three-day weekend of drinking. So you never know who might stop by, what might happen, what we might be drinking. 
Uh, don't forget that Mickey's Fine Malt Liquor is the bumwinebob.com malt liquor of the week. And continuing Malt Liquor May, we are winding down the the just about the last week or so of Malt Liquor uh, Mayhem is upon us. So get out there, get your favorites, crack them open. Uh, Memorial Day weekend is a great time to... To sit back, relax, the unofficial start of summer, so why not grab a a nice 40 ounce maybe uh, of your favorite and, you know, sit back and, and have a good time. And and as I said to you guys last week, I gave a little bit of a spoiler that you'll have uh, Colt 45 to look forward to this Friday at bumwinebob.com as the... Malt Liquor of the Week and the final feature of Malt Liquor May, but we still have a bunch of other ones to, to drink and enjoy in the meantime, so pick up your favorite, relax, and enjoy, and until next time, cheers. Welcome to the jungle.